1: Believers strengthened in their faith and for their Jewish kinsmen to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus as the Messiah, the Son of God.
2: Bless the Lord and welcome to For Zion's Sake. Thank you for joining us. We're the Volks. My name is Shelley,
3: And my name is June. Hi everyone.
2: It's good to be with you as we start another week of broadcasting. And this week, we're going to be talking about the eternal Messiah. And to start with, if you have your Bibles, turn with us to the prophet Micah. And we're looking at one particular verse in Micah chapter 5, verse 2. All right, I'm reading from the New King James Version, Micah chapter 5, verse 2. But you, Bethlehem Ephratah, though you are little among the thousands of Judah, yet out of you shall come forth to me, the one to be ruler in Israel, whose goings forth are from old, from everlasting. And You know, Junie, I believe because of the day and the age that we're living in, our view, our understanding, and our love for the Messiah needs to be expanded. And for the most part, when we consider Jesus... We somehow limit him to the 33 years or so that he walked the earth as the incarnate God in the flesh. From the time he was born in a manger until the time of his death on the cross, his burial, his resurrection, and his ascension back to heaven. But somehow we tend to overlook his eternal being as Micah 5.2 speaks of. His goings forth are from everlasting. Now, we understand that he was, in a natural, physical way, born in Bethlehem, as we just read in Micah five two, keeping in mind that he himself declared in John 6.35, I am the bread of life. So the one who declared that he is the bread of life was born in Bethlehem. And in Hebrew, Bethlehem means the house of bread. And interestingly, Ephrathah, a little town in Judah, means fruitful. And we certainly can understand the fruitfulness of the Lord as we believers are really the fruit of his life. And we'll see that Jesus is spoken of as coming out of a root out of dry ground. So on a very natural basis, he has gone forth from Bethlehem. But on a bigger scope, we need to see that his goings forth are from everlasting as well. And that's incredible, Junie.
3: It really is, Shelley. And uh, that is one of the problems why the Orthodox rabbi think that Jesus is a heretic. Yeah, really. And uh, some even think that Christianity is a heretical faith. But if we look at Psalm 118, starting at verse 26, we read... Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. And it's interesting because when Jesus spoke to our Jewish people, he told him, You will not see me again until you say, Baruch HaBab HaShem Adanoi. Blessed is the one, or blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. So that is verse 26. Reading on to the second part of that verse, we have blessed you from the house of the Lord. And in verse 27, it says, The Lord is God, and he has given us light. Bind the festival sacrifice with cords to the horns of the altar. You are my God, and I give thanks to you. You are my God. I extol you. And it's so important, Shelley, as we begin to look at these scriptures and talk about Um, the root out of dry ground, and uh, Jesus as being the eternal God, all throughout the Old Covenant as well as in the New Covenant. We need to understand and see there's only one Lord, and there's only one God. There are fallen gods, but uh, the Lord that we read about in Psalm 118 is the Almighty God, capital L, capital O, capital R, capital D, that's your heavy. The Lord is God. And if we believe that Jesus is the Lord, then we need to see the expansion showing mm. that the eternal God, our Creator, that shows Himself In Genesis 2, with Adam and Eve, the Lord, he is God. And he might have been born in Bethlehem and come as the son of man, but he is the eternal Lord, our God.
2: I think of what um, Thomas said when he finally saw Jesus uh, after his resurrection. He bowed before him and said, my Lord and my God. So we need to see that Jesus is God, he is the Lord, and he has been there before the beginning of time and will always be there. And you know, there's other scriptures in the Hebrew scriptures, Junie, that talk about where he came from. For example, Psalm 25, verses 4 to 6. Show me your ways, O Lord, teach me your paths, lead me in your truth and teach me, for you are the God of my salvation. On you I wait all the day. Remember, O oh Lord, your tender mercies and loving kindnesses, for they are of old. Similar to the expression that we read in Micah 5.2.
3: And in Psalm 90 verses 1 and 2, it says, Lord, you have been our dwelling place in all generations Before the mountains were brought forth or even before you formed the earth and the world, even from everlasting to everlasting, you are God. It's very powerful, Shelley.
2: Junie, when you read that, I thought of a verse in the book of Ecclesiastes um, where it says, Eternity is planted in our hearts And when you come to think of it, realizing that Jesus has no beginning or no end, that he was there before the foundations of the earth, he is an eternal being who was manifest in the flesh to connect us to the eternal father. But if he is eternal and his spirit is living in us and his spirit is eternal, we have eternity planted in our hearts Which is a message in and of itself, I believe, that we need an eternal perspective living in such a world as we live today with chaos, turmoil, that we have an eternal destiny because we have an eternal God with an eternal spirit dwelling within us.
3: And, Shirley, that is why we need to really be born again. Yes. We need to be born of the spirit of God and give our hearts and our lives to the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, even Jesus our Messiah, to the Holy One of Israel. And when we have the Spirit of the Lord living in us, Psalm 1828 will come alive to us. And it says, For you will give light to my candle, the Lord my God, Will enlighten my darkness. So, even in places where we can't see, where we don't understand, where it's dark, it's really clear, Shelley, that the Lord, our God, will enlighten our darkness. And it says in Psalm 37 6, and he shall bring forth your righteousness as the light and um God wants to transform us. This eternal God wants to change us into his likeness and his image that we might be that we might be able to stand really and um and not deny him.
2: It's so powerful. So, you know, this week we're going to be talking about this subject every day because we real we need to know and we can only know by revelation and by faith that God is one. And he chose to manifest himself in a physical body. And the life of Jesus didn't begin necessarily in Bethlehem. He was before time and he'll remain till the end of time. And this is the God that has chosen to reveal himself to us and dwell in us through his Holy Spirit.
3: And you know, Shelley, when we think of Jesus as um, a human, and he was the son of man, we almost lose the awesomeness of the eternal God that would cause us to bow on knee and confess, would really cause us to desire to change and be made holy as he is holy. It would really give us an unction to want to live and move and have our being in the spirit of the Lord. Yes, yes. And it's so important for the times and the seasons that we're in in the earth now, Shelley. Um, terrorism is at its um, peak and anti-Semitism is rising in America and all over the world. And historically, it's been true that when the Jews suffer, the Church of the Living God suffers. Mm. So we really need to be ready and understand that God wants to expand our understanding of an eternal Lord, a resurrected Messiah living in us when we know him and give our hearts to him.
2: It just underscores, Junie, the burden that we have for our Jewish kinsmen. You know, they'll, well, he was, a, he was a good man. Or oh, now they go so far to say he was a prophet, but he's so far beyond that. And man doesn't become God, but God chose to manifest himself in a human being born in Bethlehem in a manger that he might be able to uh, close the gap between the Father in heaven and... And mankind on earth. And again, Micah 5.2 says it all. But you, Bethlehem Ephratah, though you are little among the thousands of Judah, yet out of you, out of Bethlehem, shall come forth to me, the one to be ruler in Israel, whose goings forth are from old, from everlasting it's an incredible statement, and we're going to continue on with this theme. Father, we thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Lord, I have no word to describe. It's more than enormity. It's awesome how you chose to um, identify yourself with people and how Jesus is and was and always be will be etern- eternal. He came forth to rule Israel, and his goings forth are not just from Bethlehem, but from old, from everlasting. May this be revelation to all of us anew. In Yeshua's holy name. Amen. Amen.
1: Thank you for joining us this evening. If you would like to get in touch with Shelley and June, you can write to them at P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona 85252. That's P.O. Box 1784 scottsdale arizona 85252 and you can also contact them on their website shelleyandjunevolk.com that's shelleyandjunevolk.com until next time the lord bless thee and keep thee the lord make his face to shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee the lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace